You are now listening to the Inner Circle Podcast Network. And now, for your listening and viewing pleasure, direct from Hollywood, California, let's give a big round of applause to Fate. Hollywood? These people are from Hollywood. Fading Hollywood. Hollywood? Hey, hold on a second. Are you from Hollywood? Failing. It's Hollywood, California. We must never stop failing. Even if we do, we fail. It's Hollywood. Don't fail me now. Failing. Hollywood. Failing. Failing. Hollywood. Greetings from Hollywood, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on to your butt. Hey, welcome back from a little hiatus from Failing Hollywood. Uh, I'm your host, Mikey T, and joining with us back again, we got... i got to turn this cut. Uh, Grant! It's Grant. It's me. Hi. Yeah, so we're here. We're here. Hi. To all my all my glorious fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're back. Uh, we got the cameras going and stuff like that. I still got to figure out this. Oh, yeah. We got me, you... Two shot. Two shot. Whoa, <laughs> hey. Google. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we got going on right now. But yeah, we took a little bit of a hiatus, which is fine. Um, we were both pretty busy. Um, you were busy with like an actual like thing, like Prop Master Guild. Yeah, a lot of Prop Master Guild. I think I just wanted, as we got closer to Comic-Con, I just wanted to kind of shut everything down and just do Comic-Con because I didn't want to think about anything else but Comic-Con. Sure, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And it was awesome. Well, I mean, the emails I was getting about not being, you know, no new episodes of Failing Hollywood were just, it was tremendous. It was, it was like, you know, one of those Christmas movies where they come in with all the letters from Santa. Yeah, I know. I mean, all, <laughs> all 15 downloads we get, <laughs> they were blowing up our inbox. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was just telling you, I was like, my, my cousin Austin listens and, um, Matt Hewish, another prop master listens. And oh, shout out to Matt Hewish. Shout out yeah, to Matt yeah. Hewish. And then those are the two people I know that listen to this. <laughs> There's a couple people that listen, but, uh, we went down cause I was on, um, I was on another, oh, I think I was on my brother's show. Um, mm. I was on one of his podcast episodes and I was like, ah, we're just going to take a seasonal break. That's what they call it, right? It's just a seasonal break. Usually, but usually they bank a bunch of episodes. Yeah, we didn't do that. So <laughs> wait, we went to, we went into a seasonal break, meaning uh, the end of the season. So that was season five. We Sure. <laughs> oh, is that season five? Yeah, so we're back with uh, episode one of season six. Ooh. So yeah, we got a lot of big things planned for you guys yeah. uh, this season. So stick around. Lots of new exciting stuff. We're gonna go back to work at some point. Uh huh. Maybe we'll answer the the question of Mikey and Grant, our relationship. Will they? Won't they? The the sexual what is that? The sexual tensions there. You know it's there. Okay. <laughs> I think. I mean, you're gonna have to propose. <laughs> you're gonna have to make a proposal for this. <laughs> I mean, the fans are talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured. All like all the reddits, the subreddits about failing Hollywood. That's usually what they're talking about. I think I have. I don't have a sub subreddit. I, I think I had a failing Hollywood account for a little while, but then they don't let you promote in most of the podcast um, right. subs, so yeah. it doesn't really matter anymore. But yeah, you were doing the Prop Master Guild booth. Have you talked about this on here? I haven't been on. No, it for I, a while. I, we haven't done an episode since we've done it. No. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you were working at the Prop Master Guild booth, rep- representing the Prop Master Guild booth at la comic-con yeah we had a 20 by 30 foot 
island booth where we displayed tons of props from from some big movies. Yeah, know? yeah. People people uh, were really in, they liked they loved the Barbasol can from Jurassic World. They loved that. I I was I I did take a picture of it and I sent it. But like you know I'm a big maybe not necessarily Jurassic World but I'm a big Jurassic Park fan. Yeah. Like I I grew up on that. Like when I draft the first Jurassic Park came out, I wanted to be a paleontologist. I wanted to be an ar- a paleontologist. And before that, I wanted to be an archaeologist because I watched a lot of Indiana Jones and I thought, oh, I'm going to go fight some Nazis. And then Jurassic Park came out. I'm like, I'm going to go fight some dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. And how'd that work out for you? I'm I'm doing props. Yeah. (laughs) And we're displaying them for fans at (laughs) Comic-Con. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. No, it was great. Oh, we we had the bomb core from Oppenheimer and that was a big hit. Uh, We had some really good panels and it was cool. It was cool to see because we had like, uh, we had uh, some of the Star Wars prop masters there that's from the TV show. Mm -hmm. And it was cool because at their panel, all the lightsaber builders and all the droid builders that are at every single convention all like flooded the floor. Oh, to like because you were saying you got more people in on that than were that went and saw the four hobbits from the Lord of the Rings movies, like including Elijah Wood, didn't you? Oh yeah, we're because uh, the Star Wars panel happened the, the exact same time that Elijah Wood's panel happened, yeah. and and apparently only like fifteen people went to that one, <laughs> and we had two hundred and something people <laughs> in our panel, but it. Now that you said it's a lot of like this, the lightsaber makers. It's and... all the lightsaber. The people that are sell lightsaber, like they're. And I saw, yeah. There's stuff. a bunch of booths around. Right, and that's that build droids. There's a whole giant droid builders group, and they were all flooding, and they're all just like interested because. Thing about our stuff is it's screen used. <laughs> yeah, which makes it superior. <laughs> well, um. What was the? It wasn't R two D two, but you guys had R two. Well, is it? It's R two D two unit, but it's a R two B two or something. R two B three because the guy, the prop master that made it, his name is Brad Elliott, so he named it R two B three right. for Brad Elliott. Um, but that one screen used in Obi Wan Kenobi, and it's like beat the shit. And but he built out the R two unit, and then just like. Yeah, took a metal pipe to its dome and and like has that in it, <laughs> and then like <laughs> well, I'm sure he got paid paid for it. Like you know, he built it out and then what rented it out. To yeah, him. yeah, he built it out and rented it out to the show, and then got I don't know. It has a lot. Its it, its value is definitely uh, way more than what he paid for it because of the matter of the fact. But I have a new. I, I came home because I started talking to him, and I actually ran the R two D two, and he had to show me how to turn it on and yeah. like the functionality of it. So I picked up like the head and stuff like that. And he's built two of them before. And this is a guy that prop mastered Obi Wan Kenobi. So I started like going through, and he's like, "Yeah, man, I just really want to build another droid." And I'm just like, I'm, "You're kind of making me want to build a fucking droid." But so, he he like built it from scratch, or did was scratch? It, was Most it, was of them are built it, from scratch. Like you can't just get the kits super easily. Like people make each of the pieces yeah. of it, and they only have a limited amount, so you have to piecemeal it out and kind of put it together. And there's, like, four different ways you can build it. Like, you, like the legs can be built out of wood. or so, Like, a lot of the stuff can be built out of wood or right. 3D printed or acrylic. or Like, there's, there's literally four different ways you can do it. It's just how realistic you want it to. Of course, I want mine to be 90% like aluminum and metal because fucking r2d2 like i yeah. want it to feel as authentic. You know i have wooden legs and you can make it do as much like pretty much its functionality <laughs> like people make 
like I, I want to make mine because you know like somebody had showed me uh, the droid builders they have mm-hmm. one of the things that flips the the head open and can shoot a lightsaber out like I because if I build if, <laughs> like with like CO two or something yeah you're yeah like... it shoots a lightsaber so I want that feature but I also I want the because obviously. I, I I'll, I'll tell you how I convinced Jackie to let, to let me. Oh, it, she's it, on board with this now. It took took some convincing, but uh, she's she's on you, board. You told me this initially, and I was like, "There's no way." Yeah, it, it. I carefully worded it before I brought it, <laughs> the idea to her, and we're not. I'm not buying any of the pieces anytime soon because I don't have money. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I want it because obviously it's gonna live in the studio if it comes. Yeah. But I want it to flip its thing out, but also just. Instead of shooting at a lightsaber, it shoots out a beer. Yeah. Hey, it beers you. It beers you. So just hit a button. It's like, Woo! <laughs> it shoots out a beer. But you can do a whole bunch of features things to it because everybody makes it talk. Like Brad's has like a little smoker in it so we can have, because it's a beat up droid. So he has it so he can like hit the wall and then start smoking yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. But then. They also have things where the, all the flaps could open. It could have like the little thing that comes out that like reprograms the computer when it goes up to it and all that stuff. I I so um, in, in a similar vein, um, but like I'm not I'm not a tremendous Star Wars fan, but I am really into Ghostbusters, oh. and they do the same thing for the proton, proton packs. packs. Yeah, and, and some people they have some crazy fucking ones. And I last uh, spirit last uh, Halloween or two Halloweens ago, I bought the Spirit of Halloween Proton Pack, which is like, I got it for like 70 bucks. Right. And it's kind of cheesy, but like, I'm like, oh, this will be a good base to start off of and build it out. And then it's a little bit, it's like eight-tenths the size of like the actual Proton Pack. So it's just a little bit smaller. But I'm like, if I build it all out, I'll at least have all the core pieces to... If I want to take it the next step and right. s- start like fabricating, like yeah, a and, proton pack. And from scratch. I started like after he told me about it, I started researching it, and I also have him in my back pocket. Luckily, the the right, yeah, because he was like, he was like, oh, if, let me do if you do want to start getting one, because I kind of want to build a new droid too. Like, we'll have a droid building party at my house. I was like, well, if you're helping me, then that that's gonna add some value. But I've also started pricing it out, and even he told he's like, oh, you can probably build like a full R2 unit that's pretty functional and RC and yeah. everything like that for around $3,500, $4,000. A completed R2 unit sells like at the minimum for fifteen grand. Right. So and then, this is non-screen used. So you have like a, a hard asset where you could sell it. Yeah, it's like, it's an investment. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> will I sell it? <laughs> Fuck no! I like I like the idea. If I have an R two. That's what I'm saying. It's like they have those. I I I think for I think my parents for uh, Micah's birthday are probably gonna get him like one of those RC like uh, Hot Wheels like cars that oh, you, sure. you you can ride in. Yeah, where we'll like drive. So when we're riding him to the park, I'm just gonna be riding the the R two. <laughs> Wait, like you remote control the car or? You can remote control the car now not like yeah. not like the kind that he drives they can drive it too but now they have a function where you can actually he's, have he's an a, rc he's a little young for he's, I, I don't trust him behind the wheel no he's him. nine months old he yeah he can't even stand on his own you think he's driving like a, a rc powered car I don't know. <laughs> I, you hear about those kids who can drive before they can walk <laughs> yeah. yeah they're called paraplegic <laughs> well here nor there uh, <laughs> um, um no um I don't know. Actually, it just got me thinking. Like, I wonder, 
who was the prop master on the new Ghostbusters movie that's coming out, which looks fucking... I'm, I'm excited about it. But I bet they... I, I bet you I knew about it at some point in time. But I bet they had to make like some custom proton packs or at least go through the stuff. Probably, but even like on a show, most of that stuff's outsourced to the prop makers and the special effects departments and stuff like that. Right. And or it, on Star Wars, a lot of times it's like, uh, what is it? They have the whole creatures effects department that builds a lot of that stuff too. Sure, but I mean, like that's the creatures. Like I'm talking like like the the hard lightsabers. Somebody makes it. Oh yeah, the lightsabers. Yeah, but even still, so it's usually a prop shop that is deeper into the prop but department. I would but, imagine by the end of the show your on-set props and probably truck guys probably know how to disassemble the entire oh, thing, yeah. take it apart on the yeah. fly, do whatever needs to be done with it. Because, like, I mean, how many times does that happen with, like, real fucking basic props for us? No, definitely. You know? And that's, I mean, the when I was looking into the droid stuff, it's like, it, it takes light engineering knowledge and stuff like that yeah. to do, which I'm fine with. Like, I'm so... I'd, I'd be interested in learning it, but I don't know it. No. I want to... I wanna build my own droid really bad so i brought it to jack like after he convinced me i was just like okay jackie if i have a budget of about four thousand dollars spanned over two years like i'll piecemeal it out over two years i like the idea that you're you're pitching it like like this is an investment like like it is like it might be we might run into some hard times but we got three r2d r2d units that we could we 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 have to we definitely have our finances have to level out again before we do that yeah yeah. we have to be like in the ultra green sure yeah and i also was like oh well maybe we can like because you could take their heads off like the dome off like maybe if i put a little seat in there and then micah can sit into it we could ride (laughs) but how long is that gonna be is he gonna be able to ride in that (laughs) i don't know i mean I'd like to ride. It. <laughs> <laughs> Make it strong enough where it can at least pull you around in a wagon. Yeah, I mean, our two t- <laughs> units are fucking dope, dude. Uh, um, I'm definitely. I really want to build a droid. <laughs> this is this really got me thinking about the um, the uh, proton pack thing because I've talked with some of those guys that do like the custom build ones, and one of the coolest things I saw somebody do, which I was like, that's fucking genius. He had the ghost trap. And he had a button where he could turn it on, and it would pour out smoke. And the the smoke device that he had was vaporizer, oh. and so it was pouring out like excess like vape vaporized nicotine. But you can get it <laughs> scented, and so the scent he had was burnt marshmallows. Oh, really? And I was like, that's fucking that's clever. Yeah, and you can change it anytime you want. Right? You just buy another fucking vape pen and just like pop it and lock it. <laughs> You know, and then it's hooked to, I, I don't know, I didn't go into detail about it, but I, like, I was really like, oh, just kind of look at that. Or, like, that's kind of, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you priced out <laughs> what the price of like a full realistic proton pack um, would be? So uh, they do sell some, like, um, was it like Hasbro or something? Whoever has the licensing for Ghostbusters makes like some adult like Ghostbuster replica stuff. And the real legit ones will cost about, five hundred dollars so i'm guessing probably about a thousand if it was like custom fabricated and all that which i could probably do most of the fabricating myself and i have made like a i um i got into the whole forums about how like the dimensions of everything because when i was in college i made a cardboard proton pack and i used just all those um websites as like specs on like Okay, well, you know, I need this little bit, and I'll just cut it out with cardboard. And Did it end up being here. an investment when you sold it when you were finished? <laughs> no, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have room for it, so I just threw it in a dumpster. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, there's going to be some, 
one real real happy homeless guy that finds this. I'm sure. I'm sure. But I built it with all garbage. Yeah. Yeah. I even even uh I I was I was living on campus at Grand Valley State University and I would go around at night and just steal stuff and bring it back to my apartment and I just like Did you go dumpster diving when you were younger? Oh yeah, yeah. I went dumpster diving. This wasn't dumpster diving. This was breaking into construction sites and stealing stuff. Oh. But I was like I paid I'm paying to go to this university and technically I'm not taking anything of the university property off of the property. Right. So I'm I'm kind of just I've already paid for this. That was my logic. Logical. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we used to go dumpster diving all the time, but it was always, there was always like the CD stores. They would just dump like yeah, the stuff at the end of the day yeah. or the end of the week. I don't know why they would. We'd find like a bunch of now. That's what I call music sixteens in there. Dude, some... you'll. Um, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I follow some people on Instagram that do this sort of stuff and they'll go to these places and they'll it'll be like a nice sweater that they're throwing out but before they throw it out they have to like spray paint it. So oh really? So it's useless. They they're more <clears throat> they're fearful about resale values but like that's so wasteful. It's incredibly it's just wasteful. So wasteful, man. But like that's our going to throw this shit in the trash. They're like we're not just going to throw it in the trash. We're going to make it unusable. Yeah. But that's, you know, it's not cool, man. <laughs> that's that's a whole that's my whole anti corporate like rabbit hole. That, like we, I don't think we need to get into. No, um, it's it is the the holiday season. I don't know when this is going to come out. What is it? It's probably out. It's this is going to come out after Christmas for sure. But we can talk about Christmas movies. Christmas movies. Oh, you actually have one. Yeah, you've already been lacking. Keep the change, you, you filthy animal. That's the only one that I saw that looks like it could be a Christmas. I mean, you can pair Nick Cage with any Christmas movie guy, right? I mean, has he been in a Christmas movie? I'm sure he has. Okay, are we going to go to Google for this? <laughs> I think we have to. Because uh, Family Man. Oh, wait, wait. We can't talk about Nick Cage without uh, lighting the candle. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's light the candle. Especially now that we're on... Uh, Okay, uh, we're breaking out the uh, Sir Nicholas Cage, uh, Saint. Mm. Sorry, Saint Nick. Saint Nick. Yeah, Saint Nick candle. <laughs> Which is actually pretty good for Christmas. Old Saint oh, Nick. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is very appropriate. We gotta burn the with Saint a twinkle Nick. in his eye and a wink of the nose. Saint Nick shoots down the chimney to help fight terrorists. Yeah. Which I have just. I, I have been. Uh, when you came in, I was watching a new Nick Cage movie. Oh yeah, the one where he's like the old guy. Okay, it's in frame, right? There we go. Okay, yeah, where he's a uh, he plays an old grandfather that's in the Cayman Islands and no, that's, that's <laughs> a bad idea. In the Cayman Islands, and then his like <clears throat> granddaughter shows up and turns out like instead of a drunk Cayman Island uh, retiree, he's really an ex assassin. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh... I didn't see the whole thing yet, though. But so there was that. But anyways, we can't rate it yet. Yeah, we can't rate it yet. Nick Cage. Um, I want to say like Weatherman, or um, maybe the um, Family Man. The Family Man. That's, that's the one that's that comes up. Oh, uh, oh trapped, trapped in, in paradise. paradise. Yes. Yeah, the Family Man and Trapped in Paradise seem to be. The only ones that I'm seeing here. Have we rated either one of these? Do we want to? Jump? I, ha- I haven't seen them. Do we- oh okay. 
I haven't seen either of them yet. They're still on the. Have you, you saw both of them? Assuming no, I've been, I've, I I saw Family Man a long time ago, but like I haven't seen Family Man recently. But like the general premise is he is like a business tycoon guy who like abandoned his ex girlfriend so that he could start a life in corporate whatever bullshit, and then he wakes up one Christmas morning and suddenly it's as if he didn't leave his girlfriend to become a business tycoon like christmas i mean you could just, christmas has like a groundhog day effects on a lot of movies doesn't it yes well it's a magical time yeah, yeah. everybody Clearly. knows that yeah it's just <laughs> ghosts visit you and do all this but stuff have, have you been watching the christmas movies uh dip, wait wait, wait. I, I have uh let me open the letterbox and see oh i'm i'm i've been kind of laxing I I've been laxing on the um on the uh the uh what is it the reviews like I just put it in to remind myself that I watched, watched it, it yeah. but the reviews will just be like was decent or wasn't <laughs> expecting that <laughs> I'll put one sentence and usually it's like uh um but yeah I've been I've been this year I've been making a lot more presents than I have in previous years so I've been watching starting to watch some Christmas movies, but like my favorite type of Christmas movies are always the non-traditional Christmas movies, you know, like Die Hard. Oh. <clears throat> have we have we been on since November 18th? I may have not done an episode since then, huh? Uh, so I don't remember. I watched this movie called, <laughs> called No Disrespect. <laughs> it's not a Christmas movie. Oh, <laughs> I've never heard of that. It must have been really good. <laughs> I, I almost want to like pull. I don't know like what what <laughs> brought me to watch this movie. Was it bad? Like, how did you find this? It was awful. <laughs> I think it was just on like <gasps> I think it was just like uh, streaming somewhere, and I just like came across it and was. Just- <laughs> Pittsburgh. Do you remember anything about him? Yeah. Got locked up when I was six, and even before then, he was never there. Gangster. <laughs> about your dad's getting out there. That got to do with me. These are our streets. I like how this is clearly he has no pool. somebody that had a camera and, and some guns. And they're like, I'm making a movie. Oh, but the guns, guns are all plugged and they, they point them right in the thing. Like, they're so airsoft. And the effects of the blasts of the muzzles are right. the worst you've ever seen. The say, the truth looking to get back to it. I don't know, because like, even if you use like a CO2 gun like a co2 uh like a bb gun or something like that and you light this light the gun right the co2 shooting out of the gun this was not kind of work yeah no no this was not that i hope that they show them actually firing and you get to see it a little bit of sexy boy i run around playing gangster that's your kid, boy. I ran these streets. I don't give a f about him. Yeah, I know what you've been hearing, what they've been saying about your. I mean, Banks. I've seen so many Look, guns in this trailer. I think oh yeah, the guns are going to be credited at the end of the. Don't get sloppy. Tell us what I do. Sloppy. Don't get sloppy. That's what I do. Yeah, the cops like are only wearing this. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> 
Oh, you're all big and bad. I don't know what I'd do if I lost you, okay? What's you gonna do? I'll take care of it. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Back to back, like shooting guns, but like they're clearly not looking at anybody, and the camera's panning around, and there's nobody around them. What the fuck was yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. It's hold on. I I, I just want to give my review that I had on this. I go, oh, so again, I, I this is still when I'm not putting a lot into these reviews, but yeah. I, the only review I put was, wow, this movie is something. <laughs> Perfect movie for intro to acting class and intro to After Effects. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, the fake bullets flying are everything. Oh, there is like a there is a scene <laughs> when they're outside. They're just in a regular public park, and a shootout happens, and like nobody's flinching. Sure, but but then they there's like a wanted like scene, like the curve the bullet thing, where he kind of does this beh- from behind a tree, and the bullet curves and hits the person. <laughs> like in this gangster like this is not a movie where anything like that should be but yeah but they clearly saw wanted and we're like that'll be cool let's put that in there let's put that in with our our master effects i didn't work on it um cory on no 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 no, no. um there was a movie it was called like zombie apocalypse or something like that and it was um there was like there was a handful of people that were making movies in grand rapids like no budget movies and uh, I worked on one or two of them. Corey, uh, uh, Corey Fabian, he worked on, I think, most of these. And he was telling me about this movie where they were shooting a lot of guns. And right away, they couldn't remember when you shoot a gun, does it go up or does it go down? Oh, my God. And they got it wrong. But they, <laughs> but they stuck with it. So the whole movie, they're shooting guns. And every time the gun shoots, it goes down, 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 down. Fucking idiots. <laughs> I don't know if people doing these fucking movies or not. This is Grand Rapids, Michigan. People should know how guns work out there. Yeah, I don't know what prompted me. I think I just saw something and I was just like, oh, I'll watch it. Um, and then the same day, I think I watched, Please Don't Destroy the Treasure of Foggy Mountain. Oh, how was that? It was okay. I gave it two and a half stars. The the three main guys on it were writers on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, or are writers on Saturday Night. Live. Yeah, they might still be, but they they do skits um, on Saturday Night Live where like pre recorded skits, mm-hmm. and they're always pretty funny. Yeah, I, and Conan O'Brien's in it. And I was yeah, like, I, I kind of want to. Conan's in it. That the. the Dustin from Stranger Things, the kid, he's in it for oh, a second. Yeah, from um, the yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So there's uh, this movie was very much okay. It's it's kind of like the, a humor thing. Like it's it's a certain style of humor that I mean, there's some funny jokes, but some things kind of fall flat. Fall flat. Yeah. Which it, it, it's it, I could tell it's like these three guys are clearly like inside joke buddy buddy and they sure. have like a lot of like inter- which is kind of like i mean sometimes that works if you look at like the workaholics uh, yeah it it works for them you know if the always sunny guys that works right. like that it, they bring that and it's something that can kind of translate these are guys that seem like they have a lot of like really funny inside stuff but then sharing it with the world just doesn't fall as well as you could see it landing in their circle right and that's like the the kind of like um um, you know, that's the problem with using inside jokes. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah. You know, like it can be funny if like it's 
like I think the whole tight tight butt whole loose butt whole thing from like you know workaholics oh, yeah. I think that was an inside joke oh definitely but it works people get it right <laughs> I don't know I did see one clip where they were like I think it was from that movie and it was like two of the guys and they're watching this guy come in in this like babe, realistic baby mask into the restaurant and then he pulls up the mask when he gets in there like okay he's coming over to the table he's coming over to the table he goes, oh right. guys it's me and they're yeah. like oh hey what are you doing here oh you know just just whatever and then one of them looks out the window and there's like five other five guys <laughs> he goes, goes don't look at him don't look at him yeah, act yeah. natural <laughs> and then the whole time he's like ah you know please save me yeah just like doing life and they're like what'd you say he goes just doing life <laughs> they're like before that he goes i don't know <laughs> yeah <laughs> No, it's there is a lot like there's a whole like cult in the middle of the woods bit that's kind of funny. Yeah, they find so there's I mean it's it's a it's a watch. It's an okay watch. Yeah, I mean so I'd say I, I it's something that like definitely will entertain you in between. Um, I thought I watched a Christmas movie, but uh, I'm not seeing because the other ones on here are Good Burger Two, Rebel Moon, Gran Turismo, and Barbie. None of those are Christmas movies. Oh, Barbie! Barbie was good. Barbie was good. It just I, I I haven't watched it till recently because it just came on streaming. I think if Barbie doesn't, I mean, I think the Oscars are kind of bullshit, but I think Barbie should win for uh, production design. Oh, a hundred percent, one hundred percent. Like, there's no doubt about the that. fake at, when they're at the beach and in Barbie Land and like the fake waves that like oh yeah Ryan Gosling runs into yeah. like. Like, I beach. I I, I beach. <laughs> I beach. Why don't Why don't you beach me off right now? <laughs> I'll beach you off. I'll beach you. Off. I'll beach everyone off. I'll beach everyone. <laughs> like nobody's beaching anybody off. Yeah. <laughs> like there's there's a lot of directions they could have took in that movie, and I think they hit it exactly perfectly where they should have. Like with the 100%. humor, with the underlying like. In jokes, but with- that was that was the the thing where like you know they hired really talented people to make a movie and then they let them make the movie as opposed to like you know like what was it um 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 uh, who's the Warner Brothers guy that sounds like a super villain um Zaslov Zaz oh David Zaslov yeah yeah he was saying he was talking about like the failure of like um I think it was it was or no no uh, probably DC. Not D, not DC. It was um, uh, Bob Iger. He was talking about the failure of the oh, the, the Marvels. Oh, okay. And he was talking about why that failed, and he said that movie failed was because they didn't have enough studio executives there. <laughs> Warner Brothers has DC. They are not. He has nowhere to talk about Marvels and how good they're doing. No, no. It was it was um, it was Warner. It was um, Marvel. I think it was it was um, Bob Bob Iger. Yeah, Bob Iker is Marvel. Yeah. yeah, he was talking about the Marvels. Oh, really? Yeah, he was talking because like it, it was a box office failure. Yeah, and he was saying there wasn't enough of studio executives, and I think Barbie studio is, executives don't know creativity. No, and Barbie is a great example of like they were let they had a movie, they got yeah. a great crew, and they were allowed to make something weird, and it yeah. made them a billion dollars. Yeah, a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was done really well, well enough to apparently, what was it, Mattel just like greenlit like three, three other movies, movies yeah. which is crazy. One's Barney the Dinosaur, which I'm like, is, <laughs> is there still a market? Like there was, there was already been a Barney the Dinosaur movie when Barney the Dinosaur was popular. Right. Now you want to make another Barney the Dinosaur. You're going to have to like, Barbie's like a staple. Everyone knows what Barbie is. Barney the Dinosaur, you're going to have to like 
reintroduce Barbie to Dinosaur because there's people that not going to know what that shit is. I don't know. I feel like Barney was pretty universal. Yeah, but you're telling clean me millennials? Clean up, clean up. Everybody everywhere, yeah. clean up, clean up. Everybody do your share. Yeah. <laughs> Come over here, little boy. Let me fondle you. Yeah. Well, yeah. You want to go up in my tree? <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that? Well, why does a dinosaur have a big-ass tree house? I don't know. But then, then he also had um, two cousins. One oh, right. one was um, the yellow the yellow thing. Well, the, there was the the yellow. Or there was the green one who was the girl who was super fucking annoying, and then the boy who is the her brother. His name is BJ. Oh, BJ, I do remember that. And I remember even as a kid while that was on, I was like, "Doesn't that mean blowjob?" Vigil. Oh, oh, wait. There's a there's a purple one. T- I mean, an orange one too. I think the show ran for a lot longer than I was aware that it was on. Oh, yeah, what the hell is this thing? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> this orange fucking monstrosity. This is a... Riff. This is Riff. Oh, why yeah, is it, why does it have a horse face? I don't know. Oh, yeah, so the green, yeah, these, these, that's BJ, right? Yeah, that's BJ with the sideward, sideways baseball cap. Yeah, he was cool, man. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. I don't know what that orange thing is. It came straight is. from hell. <laughs> it, it looks like one of the characters from Willy's Wonderland, actually. Kind of, yeah. It's got like those dead eyes, but like the mouth that moves, so they added jowls. So yeah. it's like this Richard Nixon horse thing with like socks. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is this is terrifying. Why did they all why did all those friends wear shoes except for Barney? Because he's a like, fucking dinosaur. <laughs> so are they. That's the bigger question. Why are they wearing shoes? <laughs> it makes no sense. I mean I don't know when did Barney run till? I don't know, but the, I, the the fact that they're making a Barney the Dinosaur movie, and then of course they're going to do what every studio does, where they're like, "Oh, hey, we made a billion dollars on Barbie. We need to really be on top of the people making the dinosaur, mo- the Barney movie, to make sure that also makes a billion dollars." Which oh. is like, it's 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 gonna it's gonna be horrible. It ran until uh, it, from nineteen ninety two to two thousand and ten. Two thousand and ten. Yeah. Oh my god! Yep. So it went a little while. I didn't know that was. Wow. And Bob West played Barney, and then Julia Johnson played Baby Bob. Was Baby that, Bob? That, that, that was it. Yeah. That was it. And and, no, BJ. it's this. Yeah, Patty Wirtz <clears throat> played BJ. Well, I see. There was a couple of of um, Barneys. I wonder if it was the same situation, like the guy who does Elmo. Where they were like, yeah, this is, a, this is their guy who does Elmo. He's great. He's fantastic. And then like they're like, oh, he's really into child porn. Oh, was that? <laughs> yeah, that they, got, they got rid of him. Was that what happened to Elmo? Oh, my God. Yeah, they got a new Elmo. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but let's let's talk about your Christmas movies. <laughs> because I haven't really seen much Christmas movies. Um, I mean, the most so far, the most traditional Christmas movie I watched was Muppet uh, Christmas Carol. Oh, nice. Which, like, yeah, it's 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 fun. You know, I think my review was um, four stars. It lost a star for not seeing Gonzo trying to fuck one chicken in the entire movie. <laughs> okay. That was his thing. He, was, he yeah. wanted to, like, fuck chickens. He was like, oh, that's a sexy chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. <laughs> um, um, I can't really... Okay, there's movies that you watch 
every holidays. I kind of can't do the Christmas carols anymore because it's just beaten to death. The, <laughs> the only one that I really watch every year is Scrooged. Oh, for the Christmas carols and yeah. stuff like that? That's sure. the, uh, like of the traditional Christmas carol movie, it's Scrooged. I love it. Like Bill Murray. Right. Apparently he was like, I was reading something where it was it was a it was a difficult shoot. Well, because Bill Murray, because of Bill Murray, yeah. yeah. And at the end of the movie, he just like he just improvised that entire thing for like an hour straight, and then they were like, "Okay, we got something," <laughs> and then that's why the end of the movie is kind of like him rambling. Yeah. Well, Bill Murray was is infamous for like, like they would cast him, and then he'd be like, "Yeah, maybe I'll show up." Uh, that's how they felt about Ghostbusters. And then he just, yeah. They were they like, show up like, let's shoot Bill Murray stuff. Come on. Yeah, they're like, we don't know if he's going to show up on day one. Yeah. And then he showed up and he had all his lines memorized. But like up until him walking onto set, they were like, I don't know if he's going to be here. Yeah. That's like most <clears throat> movies that he works on, apparently. Especially yeah. now. <laughs> but yeah, of the Christmas carols, I haven't watched it yet, but Scrooged. Scrooged is my, my go-to. I fucking love it. Oh, Home Alone. Home Alone oh, above all. <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. That I grew up with Home Alone. Yeah, Home that, Alone's my all-time favorite Christmas movie. I think favorite Christmas movie. Home Alone's probably in my top five of all time, actually. Of movies, probably. I mean, it's a good one. It's a fantastic movie. Oh, if, you, if especially if you just want to bunch one and two together, they're both. I I, I always watch National Lampoon Christmas Vacation. Shitters full. Shitters full. Yeah. <laughs> Why is the carpet wet, Todd? I don't know, Margo. <laughs> like it's 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 a great. Um, I think Riley. Remember, I don't know if you remember Riley's does like this thing on a show because he has he hasn't really seen many movies up until recently. So he put on a his week every week he spins a wheel and he has to watch it lands on a franchise. He has to watch every single movie oh, of the no, franchise. He has and there's like over a hundred different franchises, but I think National Lampoon's on there too and he has to watch all the National Lampoon's so for Christmas this is gonna be out by the time so if he hears this doesn't matter. Uh for Christmas <laughs> I bought him the entire Sharknado box set. Ooh. I bought him the entire Tremors box set. Oh, okay. That's actually kind of cool. Yeah. I, I think uh, I think I may have gotten the Bourne series. All right. Uh, all right. There's there's a whole bunch. Like maybe the Jaws too. There's like a bunch I saw. I was like, where, where can I get the most deals? So I just got him a bunch of uh, of box sets uh, I of have franchises. I have the Jaws box set. Well, I have Jaws 1 on Blu-ray. Yeah. And then I found... Jaws 2, 3D, and Jaws Revenge yeah. on like one disc on DVD. And I was like, that's all I need for that. I don't I don't need those on Blu-ray. I don't need the director commentary on Jaws 3D. Be like, yeah, for oh. this scene, uh, I really wanted to look like the shark was coming at you. But all we had is this piece of construction paper. <laughs> so we cut it out yeah. and moved it closer to the screen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so think that that's where I got him all, just because I know he's gonna land on Tremors soon or whatever. But he's already blasted through a lot. I think once he gets through, like he's I actually committed to it. Sometimes it, 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 my little brother turned me on to doing that. It's kind of fun. Um, it just commits you to sit down and watch it. I I watched I, all the Resident Evils. Oh, that's cool. And it's but it was kind of funny because like watching them like not necessarily back to back, but like you know one day watched one next day watched like one after another right you could see that they the franchise was not doing well 
but they clearly thought it was the problem with the last movie. So they kept like, at one point they end up like, oh, it was all virtual reality and we're on a big boat. And then the next movie starts off and the next movie's like, yeah, we're not on a big boat. We're not doing that. Like, that's done. <laughs> like, they're just like, let's get them off the boat as fast as possible and just ignore that. And yeah. then the movie after that was like, no, they were still on the boat. <laughs> it's like, you can't just like retcon after every single I movie. Know. Oh, you know what the biggest... Okay, I remember uh, the biggest franchise of movies that I got him. when Because he has a rule that it has to be like three or more movies for to, to sure. make the list. Or yeah, yeah, so yeah. I was like, okay, likely so. Well, when we were on... When he was here, or when I was on his show, whatever we're going through, and he was just like, oh, yeah. He's like, I, um... Um, there's... I think we were going through. I think we did a top ten of like worst movies of all time or whatever. Okay. And then we're scrolling through, and I was like, "Oh yeah, Baby Geniuses too." And I was like, "There's a Baby Geniuses too." And then he goes through. He's like, "He's like, I remember watching Baby Geniuses when I was younger." He's like, "Through." And he's like, "Oh my God, there's a Baby Geniuses three too, and there's a Baby Geniuses Lost in Space." There's like <laughs> all these. I was like, "Wait, so there's like five Baby Geniuses?" He's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Wait, did you say there's five Baby Geniuses?" He's like, "Fuck." God, I got damn it! it. Now we have that. So I gave up. I, I bought him like all five Baby Geniuses movies. Wow! Um, some of those were hard to find, right? Yeah, <laughs> but I I was able to get them. So I was like, okay, now you got. I can't wait to see these letterbox scores for for Halloween. Since I was doing a lot of sewing for my costume, I um and HBO Max had on all of them, but I watched. All the way up to Friday the 13th, uh, Jason Goes to Hell, or whatever. And that's a lot of movies. I hadn't seen a lot of them, and they suck. Yeah, I think Jason X was actually the first Friday the 13th movie I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. When that one came out, I think. Because that's the one... That's the one where he goes to space and he finds yeah. the, 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 the two topless chicks and then he like beats one of them into a sleeping bag with the other. I actually I didn't didn't see that one. <laughs> I didn't see it. I still haven't seen it. I oh, just know so I just know. Spoiler, yeah, spoiler alert. alert. Yeah, geez. Ruin Jason X for me. <laughs> um so actually speaking of franchises, I worked on American Pie Nine. Oh boy. Which they stopped even numbering. And I remember it was like it was called American Pie Girls Rules, oh. which is already like a complicated and stupid title. Yeah, and it wasn't until like towards the end of the first week, and I made a joke. I was like, "Yeah, it's great being here on American Pie Seven because I had no <laughs> idea what number it was. And the director was like, "Actually, it's American Pie Nine. And I'm like, <laughs> Actually, I wouldn't have corrected me on that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. This is your claim to fame, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, if I was offered a directing position and it was that movie, I don't know if I would take it. <laughs> well, I think we even talked about it on here, but he was a producer on it and he couldn't find a director for it. And he was like, I'll just direct it. And so there was a lot of like, I mean, he seemed like a nice enough guy, like personally, but like you could tell he he was, this was a paycheck. He didn't give a fuck. He just had to get this thing done. I would say who's going to be like, this is gonna be the one. I know we had we slipped, but um, oh, but at least I got um, what's his name, Jim Levy, or, or is it Jim? Le- no, it's something Levy. The guy that's oh, in Eugene, all Eugene, Eugene Levy. Levy. Yeah, yeah. At least I got Eugene Levy. That's in all of them, and he, he can make a revival. Of 
Yeah, that 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 uh, whatever that I'm show's not, doing very wow. good right now. I'm not doing the buttons at all. Yeah, <laughs> right yo, in front of me. <laughs> yo, when when Freddie and Nick came in, Nick was like destroying the buttons, but he is a sound guy. But he, he <gasps> yeah, he, he was pretty on top of it. <laughs> he was really on top of those buttons. Like, whatever. You can trouble me for a warm glass of shut the hell up. That one was appropriate. <laughs> I thought I thought the minute that I would fill that up with Nick Cage sounds, and you would be like, oh, I, I, I kind of forget about it because we're talking, and then I'm like, oh yeah, there's a. Uh, I'll turn this damn bus around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's also I think there's also it's 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 something when um when it's just me and you and you're engaged like when you have those little breaks in the conversation when somebody else is talking, then you like can remember it real yeah, quick. Yeah, I mean, and you and I are like, having oh, a conversation yeah, here. I can get it, but then when you're in conversation the whole time, it, yeah, it's it's a lot more difficult to hit the buttons all the time. Yeah, I'm not like, oh, Mikey's talking. Let me look at the buttons here real quick. and I'll turn this damn button Ah, oh, it's the same one I hit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's kind of why I just don't ever touch use it anymore either. And, and, and if somebody's not here to run the buttons, I just don't do the buttons because it's our longest one. It's our longest one. <laughs> you have it listed as F U U U U U U U U U C K. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're not. There's no question to what that one is. <laughs> Just um, to be clear, but that's because I'm hitting buttons constantly now the entire show. But I'm well, yeah, you're over be, here doing a little. Yeah, do, 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 do I'm with trying the, with I'm, the switcher. I'm trying to be a little bit smooth about. I'm trying to get second nature, but thing is, I I kind of fucked myself. <laughs> I kind of fucked myself over with it because I always. The buttons aren't always the same position, so like I'll do a show and I'll just be like, ah, it's fine. But then like camera one will be here, and then camera two will be like here but this is actually camera three now and then the real camera two. this it makes sense right now because your camera two and the wide is three but when you have three or more people it gets a little bit confusing so i just have to i'll stumble over so sorry when you guys see me go oh oops <laughs> oh here we go because that's just me trying to stay with the conversation but also switch well i feel like i'm saying this for all five of the viewers um they really appreciate it you're welcome. <laughs> but also, um, my other show that I don't plug enough on here, Prop Talk, where we have a bunch of prop that has actually like Prop Talk that actually has like 500 viewers. Need like just like guitar. Yeah, I don't got that one yet. Uh, so that one that has a whole bunch uh, is there. You go. Oh yeah, the Prop Talk. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. For that one, um, we have Teresa come in and she's technical directing it. So she she she, oh. she does the video switching when we do those ones. Well, yeah. So also, I actually don't need to pay any attention to the screen behind me. She, she I actually haven't listened to Prop Talk yet. She like you haven't listened to Prop no. Talk yet. <laughs> Listen, I I could I could plug the podcast I listen to, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't think I need to. There's 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 some episodes I I think are amazing. Actually, the one that's gonna come out next week uh, with Matt Cavallaro, he just prop master or just prop master a year ago. He prop master Killers of the Flower Moon. It's but it's out oh, now. Oh yeah yeah. Uh, he talks a lot about like he's also he's one he's a good dude and he's like 
easy to talk, easy conversation, but like working with Martin Scorsese and yeah. like, you know, I do research for stuff like that, but did you see Killers of the Flower Moon? Mm-mm. No. no not well, it's about like the Osage uh, Nation and stuff like that. So yeah. going over there, not only are they doing a period piece, but there's a lot of like culture that's not written. They had to spend a month just to get to know and earn the trust of the Osage people to know that they weren't going to do them dirty and for them to let them in and like show them how a lot of like old like props in their history worked and stuff like that. I was like that's wow. that's a whole nother level to pre-pro right there and yeah. prep and prop in the prop world. So tell stories about that and working with Martin Scorsese who's obviously a pro. Yeah. <laughs> So, anyways, uh, prop talks good, but there's also like episodes like with Don Maloyevich. Like we hear stories about like uh, uh, on uh, Qu- Quentin Tarantino, The Hateful Eight or whatever. Oh yeah, that that priceless like guitar that got guitar smashed, that got destroyed and smashed, and it was Quentin. Tar- he told the whole story. He's like, yeah, it was Quentin's fault. It's like he took it now. Now Gibson guitar or, or uh, Martin guitars will never ever lend us another instrument ever again in any prop show. So they ruined it for everybody. <laughs> but it was what? What was the story? Was it like one of the like Quentin Tarantino was like, let me just see this guitar real quick, and then like ran off, and then all of a sudden it's in um, Kurt Russell. Well, you're hands. gonna have to listen to prop show. <laughs> no, the, yeah, the quick version to it is. Uh, uh, he had doubles made of it, and he yeah. had like replicas and stuff made of it. And he had breakaway versions of it, and the person playing the guitar was like a famous musician. I forget which which musician it was. It was, it was the actress, but she's a famous musician. Sure, too. I don't I don't know. I I wasn't a huge fan of that movie, so I didn't really care that much. But uh, anyways, wait, not um, Jennifer Jason Lee. The one who was playing the guitar in the movie. I, I don't remember. <laughs> I've seen it once a long time ago. But anyways, she knew that it was, and she was like, like in awe of the guitar too. He did it on purpose for the priceless reaction. And they've said like, this is a real, like you can't, this isn't the guitar, isn't the guitar you smash. Here's the ones you smash. And he goes, we're not going to smash it on this one. And then he like secretly told the actor smash it on this one just so he could see the other actresses and get her reaction because she knew it was the real one. So that's the reason why they did it. Just wow. like he knew it was there and kind of went around the problem. I was just like, just smash it. Yeah, that's pretty fucked. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so he tells a story. But also, on the Don Maloyevich one, you know what else he prop mastered? Face Off. Ooh. And he talks about that it was his idea to have the, the nickel-plated guns, and he made the holsters for him. Really? Yes, those custom holsters. Were they himself. were they one holster or two holsters that were like touching? I think they were two. They were two. Okay, I, I couldn't remember. You think? But yeah, listen to the episode and he'll explain it a little bit deeper because I was like, "What the fuck? What the fuck did you just say?" You heard me. <laughs> <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> Hold on to your butt. That's right. So yeah, go check out Prop Talk. That that was uh, Dom Maloyevich is the one we were talking about, and then the one that comes out next week is uh, Matt Cavallaro. Pretty good stuff. Uh, no, I, I'll, I'll I need to check those out because I I usually listen to podcasts mostly when I'm video gaming. Really? <laughs> yeah, and I'm like just grinding or something like that, and I'm just like doing some repetitive thing or like playing around on No Man's Sky or something like that, and then I'm like put a podcast on because it doesn't matter what I'm listening to on the TV. I'm just listening to the podcast. Yeah. 
I I I listen to a lot of Paracast Drive. It's a lot of your mom's house network, though. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I listen to a lot of them. <laughs> Actually, I, I've been listening to a lot of Stevo lately. Or I'll find like I'll find somebody that's like like I heard like weirdly enough like somebody that I never and, and I'm not getting political or anything like that, but. Uh, Outside of his own show, Tucker Carlson being interviewed was actually like a really interesting person. Cause really? Like, I started listening to him. I think I forget. It may have been on Steve-O's podcast or something. But it was just, I was like, fucking Tucker Carlson. And I like gave it five minutes and I was like, this isn't as like shitty or down your throat as I thought it would be. Well, because Tucker Carlson doesn't actually believe, like not to get too political, but not to believe, he doesn't believe the stuff that he, sh- the shit that he's shoveling. Not a lot of it. <laughs> because he started off his career as a democratic talking head on conservative networks. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't care. It's whoever. No, but yeah, no, there's a, like, <clears throat> I don't know. There's like a lot of stuff there's, but then also like I was listening to a, like I listened to a podcast. So I listened to one, an interview with like Oliver Tree and I was like, I really like enjoyed the humor of like him and even him being interviewed. I just, Tried to find other podcasts where he was being interviewed. I I was there was a uh, period where I was listening to a lot of Fly on the Wall, uh, David Spade and Dana Carvey's um, podcast because they mostly oh, yeah. bring on either Saturday Night Live alumni or comedians, and because both David Spade and Dana Carvey are active comedians, right? Yeah, we've been running that. I've seen them for, both actually. Yeah. I, I haven't. I'd love to see him. But. Yeah, Dana Carvey was at the comedy store one time, and then the person is on a Kevin Nealon does like a um, a monthly show. And we went. Oh, for really? That. Yeah, Kevin Nealon like runs this type, like a, a structured show there. Yeah. Um, and Dana Carvey came in, but I guess the person that was supposed to like wrap the show, like be like the final act, dropped out. So Dana Carvey just went on and he's like, well, I guess I'm just going to finish it off. So. You guys want to hear any impressions? Shoot me some stuff. <laughs> he just started like getting any impression that the audience would give him. And be like, okay, I'll try that one. <laughs> they 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 had some like really funny bits. Like there was a whole bit where they were talking about like like Dana Carvey's amazing with his impressions. But he was they were doing a little bit of a news segment, and it was like right when like Meatball Ron was starting to run for president, and he was trying to paint Donald Trump as woke. <laughs> and so Dana Carvey was like, this is what got me hooked onto it. But like Dana Carvey was doing a whole like Donald woke Donald Trump, you know, like they're talking about that girl, that that trans woman down in Florida who's a who's an athlete who's a swimmer. I don't care if she's trans. I don't care if she has an Adam's apple. Put her into that pool. If she's gonna <laughs> win, put her into the pool. Feet like pontoon boats. Get her into that pool. <laughs> it was just like he just kept saying. Put her in the pool. Like, and I was like, oh my god, I'm sold on this. No, he's he's great. Yeah. Um, he's great. I can't wait till I have some money again so I can start going to the comedy store. It's been a long time. I haven't been to the comedy store in a hot minute. I don't think I've ever been to the comedy store. You've never been to the comedy store? I, I know. I, That's I, like the gem of living in LA, being able to go to Twitter. I've been to Flappers every, a few times. The comedy store is where every giant like I, comedian I goes to test their material. I know, and I... I it's like twenty bucks to see like Tom Segura and Bobby Lee. I know, and, like, I know. I, I I really want to. I just it's just never something I've done because I I you know you know I I used to do open mic stand up for like three years. Yeah, you know. But Did like, you do it with Corey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The there were there were some points where like because Corey actually I like the whole like concept of like the craft that you're like you're working on your material you're crafting it and like. 
I never was that dedicated to doing it. Right. So I liked the idea of going to a, like, meeting a bunch of comedians, getting drunk, and then going on stage and just, like, talking for five minutes. Yeah. You know, more what I was doing was, like, crowd work. Right. But, like, or, like, I would just tell funny anecdotes or, like... Yeah. Like, um, there was a whole point where I was, like, watching a lot of Law & Order. <laughs> and I went, and I went with a buddy of mine, and... The whole time I'm like, yeah, dude, I've like been talking, like just been watching all this stupid Law and Order, and it's so funny because like some of the episodes are so stupid and blah blah blah. And I started getting kind of drunk, and then I got on stage, and then I started talking about how stupid Law and Order was, <laughs> and um, specifically there was one bit where like because sometimes they'd bring in like comedians as they were starting off to yeah. be like little bit rolls on it, yeah. And there was some I forget it was Law and Order Special Victims Unit, so it's like children are constantly being molested sure and for whatever reason they're like all right we, let's just go around and round up all the pedophiles that just got out of prison and so they're going and interviewing a bunch of pedophiles and one of the pedophiles they interview is um jim gaffigan really yeah oh my and god and he's like working at like working as a painter and he's like walking out of his van and they're there and they're like hey well you just got out of prison you've been molesting any little kids he goes no definitely i haven't been molesting any kids and they're like <laughs> Because uh, you used to dress up like a clown and molest kids. You know, you're not supposed to dress up like a clown anymore. Because oh, I definitely haven't dressed up like a clown. Like, what's this white stuff on, on your neck? He goes, oh, that's paint. That's regular paint. And then, like, and you could tell they're serious. Like, whoever yeah. wrote it was, like, dead serious. Right. One of the cops is going through the back of his van and comes out and is like, what are you doing with these clown shoes? He goes, ah, I'm just holding those for a friend. <laughs> you know, it's, it's all like I went up and I was, you know, doing some, like, bits like that yeah and i get off stage and I like I, I thought i did pretty good i got some laughs you know and yeah. i went up to my buddy and i was like how do you think i did he goes you literally just described a l episode of law and order for five <laughs> minutes i'm like ah it's even funnier i love that exactly <laughs> but like cory cory you know tried taking his he ran a couple of open mics right you know he wanted to like get better at the craft and i appreciate the craft and yeah. i think it's interesting hearing about it but like i had a real job you know, I'm, I just went up there for fun. Yeah. So, what other Christmas movies? Have you seen? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I watched the Die Hards back to back, Die Hard One and Die Hard Two. But no, no new Christmas movies. What What are new Christmas movies? I don't know. We can take a look. Yeah, let's look up new Christmas movies. Because yeah. no, I don't. I just have like my my staples that I, I I throw on, you know. Like I'll die on the hill. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yeah, definitely. Die Hard Two. I don't think that really counts as a Christmas movie. Oh, um, but I, I still watched it. I heard Candy Cane Lane was a hot mess. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Silent Night. Actually, I wanted to see Silent Night. Silent Night looks interesting. It's it's John Woo. Oh really? Yeah. You've seen Violent Night, right? I actually haven't. Violent Night is the shit. Yeah, it's or, awesome. Or it's like home, murderous. David Harper. It's super murderous. Murderous Home Alone. Yeah, Santa it's, Claus. it is like murderous Home Alone Santa Claus, but they don't take themselves too seriously. Yeah, I think that's I think that's essential for a movie like that. Is you need to have like a little bit of like tongue in cheek to it. Have you seen like? Have you seen any clips of it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I've, the the sledgehammer scene? Yeah, I've, I've, okay. I've seen a bunch of bits. I just haven't sat down and watched it. I'll probably throw it on while I'm, maybe even tonight when I get home. And I, I got Yeah, you should. <laughs> one of the gifts I'm making, I, I told you I'm making a bunch of um, golf balls. Yeah. Because, like, art department, we have so many Sharpies. 
uh, and I'll get like a, you know, I have a 45 pack of golf balls, like pre-used golf balls. And then I just make sure they're clean and then draw funny things like, you know, penises or, um, I, it's for my dad and he's a uh, pretty hard Democrat. So I usually give him a couple of Donald Trump's like him making like his tiny little face or <laughs> I did, I spent a way too long. I did a really graphic one of Donald Trump, like choking on a penis <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, your, your friends are going to have to see this. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? This one? What's this one? Best Christmas ever. I don't uh, Netflix. I don't fucking know what this is. That looks like the the black lady. It looks like the um, what's her name from Saturday Night Live? The black lady from Saturday. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Candy Cane Lane, which I heard was a hot mess. There's one with um, 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 uh, um. Oh, fuck. I don't know. Never mind. Pass. <laughs> oh, this is one that Jackie, I think, was started watching. Xmas. The Xmas, where the family invited the person's ex to their Christmas party, and then oh. he, she went, and he has to just deal with it. I mean, I, I could have butchered that. That but uh, there's there's one I wanted to see just because it's got um, uh, Henry Zabrowski from Last Podcast on the left. He was in a Christmas movie because he's an actor. And he was, um, uh, he pitched it on, or just like mentioned it on one of his episodes. And um, uh, um, Colin, Colin, uh, what's his name? The one of the guys from Whose Line Is It Anyways? Oh yeah, the bald Canadian guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who I looked him up. He's been in like six fucking Christmas movies. I mean, I none of them it. are like you know, right home about. But yeah, the dude. You said Whose Line? Colin, Colin, Colin Mockery, Colin, uh, no. Colin Farrell. That's not, no, not Colin Farrell. <laughs> God, we are terrible at this. <laughs> <laughs> Oop, I, I got to take out the Farrell part. Yeah, not Colin Farrell. Yeah, it's Colin Farrell. This guy, Colin, Colin Mockery. Mockery. Colin oh, Mockery, that, I was right. That, I was like, Colin Mockery doesn't sound right, but I guess it is. Yeah, Colin Mockery, yeah, yeah. He's been in like six Christmas movies. Man, I miss Whose Lines It Anyway. That was such I've been watching show. the old ones. Have you? Yeah. They're hilarious. <laughs> Some of them are pretty fucking... I mean, Ryan Stiles and Colin Mockery, like, make it. Yeah. What's Ryan Stiles up to now? Uh, Christmas movies? Dude, they have made an entire career on... Whose Lines? Whose Lines It Anyways. Like, Whose Lines It Anyways. Like, Whose Lines It Anyways is still running. No, And then it's, it's also had, like, yeah. Yeah, there's... um. Drew Carey's not hosting it anymore. Well, no shit. <laughs> you think he doesn't have his own show? Uh, they're still doing Whose Lines It Anyways? It looked like it. And then they're doing like spinoffs of it. and 2023! Holy shit! Yeah. Where is this... And Wayne Brady's still on it? Yeah. No, he is not. I they They rotate the cast, so I think it kind of depends on... But yeah, the the clips I saw, it looked like he was still on it. Holy but shit. But Ryan Styles and Colin Mockery are 100% on it. I think they live in that studio. <laughs> I think the chairs that they're sitting on like in the background, I think those are their personal chairs from home. They just never leave. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
<laughs> yeah, hold on. Let me go to the cast. Colin Mockery's been on 190 episodes from 2013 to 2023. That it's it only started in t- or this had to have been a spinoff then. I'm yeah, sure. this is a spinoff. No, it started in the the 90s because like um, NBC was or ABC, whatever whatever channel this was on, also at the same time was running the Drew Carey Show, which was like a, a you know Seinfeld esque show. Um, where like, oh, we brought in a comedian who can't really act, and then we bring in some strange actors to act around them, and then we just do a funny episode every every week. Have you seen any of the new episodes? No, no. I mean, I've seen clips because I. Mondays. I've watched a, a little bit. Of, I've watched some of the old episodes, so now Instagram's like, oh, we know you're into this. Not like we're looking at your phone, but we're definitely looking at your phone. Oh yeah, this is this must have been the original one. Yeah, the original one was some, some British guy. Well, the Colin is on this one too. It was Ryan a, it Stiles was a British, and Colin It was a British Mockery. host. But yeah, and then they they got they lost uh this this guy with the receding hairline, and then they uh, uh, brought on Drew Carey, and then that's when it really blew up. June the twenty fifth, seventeen seventeen. Christmas Day. <laughs> Lost my reason. Interesting. In years. In the. Yeah. So what is it then? So it started in 1988. So Ryan Stiles and Colin Mockery have literally been doing this their entire career. Yeah. Yep. And they're like, it, nah, it, we'll just live here. And occasionally they get other things but like they look few and in between and i mean this is also gotta be an easy fucking gig like you're doing it you're not even doing it live it's live to tape and then you is, is has it always been live to tape i think so yeah i don't think it's ever live live because they swear sometimes in it and they have to bleep it out and it's on like um nbc or something like that you know a disney run company yeah so that other one went to 1999. This one goes from 1998 to 2007. So it skated straight into this one. And then, what is it? The other one was 2011? Yeah. Oh, 2013. 13. So they had like a five-year or six-year break. <laughs> right. And then just went started again. <laughs> and has been doing this ever since. <laughs> and I can't imagine these are guys that are like, I bought five Ferraris. Oh, my God, I'm broke. You know, they, 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 they seem like kind of... You know, <laughs> normal guys that are like... And Wayne Brady's been on every single episode almost of yeah. the new one. Yeah, because he's doing that, and then he's doing that game show. Yeah, so he just does Let's Make a Deal, and then goes straight. He's like, Over right, there, and then... I'm just going to go next door to whose line is it in. And then improvs. This is what made me. <laughs> yeah, and then improvs for half an hour to maybe, let's say, it takes up two hours of his day. Showing up there, going through makeup, you know, getting ready running whatever camera test they need to run, shooting the show, and then going back to wardrobe, losing his clothes, and then going home. Three hours, tops. Interesting. I got to check out Whose Line Is It Anyway, wherever this is streaming. Uh, Max. Is it really? The the old uh, Drew Carey ones. I don't know Did about the, the new, new ones? ones. I don't know about the new ones. I mean, it's got an 8.4 on IMDb. But yeah, that's what Sky and I have been watching. That and a lot of uh, Star Trek Next Generation. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. 
I started putting on, um, it popped up on uh, on Tubi, and I was like, oh, I'll watch it, but then it wasn't like, um, or no, it was on Pluto, Pluto TV, but it wasn't like, a, it's like a streaming thing, so it's there's no way to go from episode to episode to episode, so it's just playing even if you weren't watching it. So then I got tired, and I found uh, Next Generation, and I was like, well, I want to watch this. Yeah. Because I haven't seen that since I was a kid. Or watched it all the way through since I was a kid. Oh, it looks like... I think they're all on Max, apparently. I mean, or CW. Yeah, isn't all that CW stuff on Max? Because Max is... Max oh, owns, on YouTube also. Max owns Warner Brothers, and Warner Brothers owns yeah. CW. I mean... Luckily, I got one of those TVs where you can just punch in on the front line and it'll tell you where it is. I love that. <laughs> you can do that with a phone, too. <laughs> Phones are a little bit skewed. At least a TV will be like, all right, you click on the box immediately, oh, yeah. and then it just brings you to whatever app it you need it on. No, that happens. I have way too many fucking apps with these. I'm telling you, purge your apps. Um, no, because then I'm going to want to watch something and I'm going to end up buying it again because I want to watch the damn series. I mean, at this point, there's a bunch of stuff I want to watch on Netflix, but... You realize the strike's over, right? I don't miss it. I don't miss the streaming stuff. Like, But there's a bunch of stuff I want to watch on Netflix. There is, but it's also like, you know, do I need to see David Fincher's new movie? Do I need to see the live-action One Piece TV series? I don't need to do anything. What's David Fincher's new movie? Uh, it was called The Killer. Oh, I it's heard got, that was um, really good. Actually, I I think you mo- I'll let you, I'll let you know if you need to see this <laughs> new movie. <laughs> but I, you know, and I actually I worked with a onset dresser who worked on um, he worked he worked with Fincher on something, and he was just like saying Fincher was just he's hard to work. I, I know the prop master who did the killer um, loosely, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he says that he's just a he's he's an acquired taste. But I don't know that I've I've learned I've learned to not take everybody like if you go into certain directors yeah. with that mindset and you just know they're certain passionate and they just know what they want. Sometimes I almost prefer because if they just know what they want and they want and then you can kind of walk away. Right. I don't always find that it's difficult. You just don't freaking bother them past that. <laughs> Sunset dresser. He hates Fincher and he's like, I won't watch anything that he's done. I'm like. But he makes good movies like Fight Club, Seven, Zodiac, yeah. um, Panic Room's even pretty good. Yeah, we're, we're, shitty people don't deter me from watching good movies. No, that's what I was like. I know Quentin Tarantino is pretty shitty person to work with, but I I will definitely watch all his movies. I I've heard time and time again that uh, uh, Taika Waititi's really a dick oh, yeah. to work with, but you know what? <laughs> His movies are fucking fantastic. <laughs> I mean, um, um, actually, Last Goal wins. I heard was not very. good, I heard actually. it wasn't. I think I think Taika Waititi's kind of gotten lost into his own, his own. I think so Celebrity. Too. Yeah, I you think know so too. Where like it sounds like David Fincher might have already been an asshole. So then <laughs> yeah. you, you can't really you can't really lose it if you're already an asshole. You know what I mean? That's fair. <laughs> actually, the one, um, the one actor that I was like, I will not. It will deter me from watching something that they they worked on was um, Jonathan Majors. Um, yeah, because I had to do prep for a movie that he was supposed to be working on, and he was 
I never even had to meet him. Just his demands coming down to prop department telephone style was fucking yeah, ridiculous. Fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> now he's now he's canceled. Yeah. And then uh he reamed out um uh Sky. Sky was um per the uh, set decorator. She got brought on to replace the set decorator on uh who's it called? Magazine Dreams with Jonathan Majors and he um was real loudly bitching about Sky on the job because he she had dressed an entire kitchen but hadn't filled the drawers with stuff and so he went you know oh, just yeah. improving opened up the drawers and then was like why is there nothing in this drawer who did this blah 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 stormed script, off set was it scripted no it wasn't scripted yeah. he just walked into this kitchen and thought there should be cleaning products underneath this sink even though we're never gonna see under here no but, yeah <laughs> The and the movie I worked with him on, he um uh it was about this uh poor um uh Iraq war veteran and because he is a method actor, which I have such disdain for method actors. Yeah, fuck method actors. It's like if you can't do your, if everyone else has to act different so you can do your job, then you can't do your job. Yeah. You know? But um, because he couldn't understand what it would be like to be like a poor, a poor black like veteran, he had to go stay in. A, he had him rent a grimy fucking motel room for him, and then he ended up getting bed bugs. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> fucking we, crazy. <laughs> he wanted all of his hero props, which it's a. It was a movie about a guy who, um, a true story about a guy who robbed a bank to get the money that he was owed by the government. Yeah. So he just wanted like $800. Yeah. So he's robbing a bank, but he was kind of like, you know, out of his head. So he brought a backpack with a machete and a fake... As you do. And a fake bomb, which was how he was like holding the bank hostage. And so I made a bunch of fake bomb detonator sort of things. And uh, they ended up just giving him those so he could walk around with those. I was like, "This is not okay." Yeah. <laughs> uh, you just, you, I mean, we. You want to talk about TV and movie news? Uh you know what? Hold on. Hold on to your butts. I feel like if I smash the button, it doesn't. If you just get too overzealous, I got excited. Yes, of course, <laughs> I want to talk about movies. I know we've been talking about TV and movie news, so it really means it's like. Uh, t- it's really a transition into. Uh, do you want? Do you want to play a game? Hold on to your butt. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. Cool. Uh, uh, what, what, what game you want? To, like I said, we're we're doing this live. Fuck it. So um, should we do Christmas movies? Top top ten Christmas movies or something like that? Do the top ten list? We can either do top ten Christmas movie list or trivia Christmas movie. Ooh, I don't know. Dealer's choice. Uh, we were kind of talking about Christmas movies. This is kind of a Christmas episode. Okay, sure. I don't know. <laughs> Here, let I, I, let me punch in like uh, I love a good theme episode. Yeah, let me let me punch in um, Christmas movie trivia and see what comes up. And, and if the first list is trash, we'll do top ten Christmas movies because I think we have done the top ten Christmas movies in the past. Christmas. Oh, sorry, Christmas. Movie trivia. 
Let's see what we got. Because have you ever worked on a Christmas movie? (laughs) I know a lot of people have because of Hallmark. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I, I didn't do any of those Hallmark stuff. Yes, I have. It's like my my Christmas date thing. Some of the earlier movies I did were Christmas movies. Jackie went to Utah to work on Christmas. That's where Hallmark works out of, right? A lot of, yeah. She was gone to Utah to work out of movies and stuff like that. Okay. No, I missed all the, the Hallmark stuff, so I... Okay. Um, I mean, we'll have to go through one at a time. Yeah. Kevin McAllister. Okay. Um, all right. Start with Christmas movies. Let's see here. Uh, oh, I already saw the answer. Okay, so we're not doing that one. What is the name of the Grinch's love interest in How the Grinch Stole Christmas? I wouldn't have not have gotten that. No, I wouldn't have gotten that one either. So, okay. The questions are already good then. <laughs> all right. Decent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think they were decent. All right, here we go. Uh, what does George promise to give um, Mary to Mary at the beginner, beginner, beginner beginning of beginner. "It's a Wonderful Life"? Um, I think I know this one. Hmm. What does George promise to give Mary at the beginning of "It's"? All right, you ready? Moon. The moon? The moon. Oh. I, I think. I, I, what's, what's, what I, do they I, say? I don't think I've seen this. It's, I put a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, just, you're just reaching out into the dark. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The answer is... The moon. The moon. All right. You want the moon? I'll, I'll go get a lasso of the moon for you. <laughs> you got it. Uh the next question: um, Which reindeer do Jingle and Jangle take to Southtown, USA, in the year without a Santa Claus? I've never. I don't know that. what the fuck that is. We can skip. Which this. reindeer? No, no, no. I'm gonna guess. I'm a wild guess oh, here. Okay, fine, fine. Okay. Um. Okay. I think this is wrong. As soon as I wrote it down, I was like... You want me to go first? Yeah, you go. What would you write? Okay. I went with Jungle. Oh, sorry. Jungle. Jungle the reindeer? Which reindeer do Jingle and Jangle take? Yeah, it's going to be one of the eight eight tiny reindeer. Well, I figured Jingle and Jangle and maybe it's Jungle. (laughs) (laughs) You got eight reindeers to pull from and you're like, Jungle the reindeer. (laughs) I said Donner. I, don't th- I thought maybe it's just a- it's vixen. Vixen. Okay. All right. Well, maybe they made up a. It's a fucking movie. Okay. <laughs> maybe they made up a reindeer. They made up a reindeer. They're like, I oh, we don't have enough reindeer. Okay. What does Susan Walker tell Chris Kringle is the thing she wants more than anything in the world uh, in a miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, nineteen ninety four. It's been a long time since I've seen this one. Um, it's either world peace or nuclear holocaust. It's I, I can't. Remember. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh man. All right, I'm guessing on this one. Fuck! I got like nothing. A handgun. She wants a gun. 
Uh, I want a Colt Magnum. Okay. Yeah, another shot in the dark. I went with a true love. Mm. It's the I know it's the little girl. Oh, then maybe it's not that. <laughs> I said her dad. Um a family complete with a father and young brother and the house from the Coles catalog. I don't think my answer counts. <laughs> yeah. I got part of it though. Yeah, I was like, I'll give you an eighth of <laughs> <laughs> at least a third. Dad, younger brother, and a house. From the Coles catalog. From the Coles that, catalog. That's pretty specific. It's pretty specific, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. That was a guess too. Yeah. Because I knew her mom was in the picture. It's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah. Her, her, yeah. Number four, um, in the Santa Claus, mm. on what date does Bernard say Scott is due back to the North Pole? Um, okay. God, I haven't seen this movie in years either. Um. Okay, I'm locked. Okay. Okay. I said December first. December first. I said. December 26 because I took it as right after Christmas. Oh, but okay. I, I don't okay. know. I don't, all right, I could all right, be all wrong. Right. Let's see. Let's see. Ready? The answer is oh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. So you had the right thought. You had the right thought. We have to be there. Yeah. yeah. Well, I see what you were yeah. going for, though. I, I was just like, yeah, when you're done, you get your ass back here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you do. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen this one, too. Yeah, I've been watching the TV series, The Santa Claus. Is Tim Allen in that? Oh yeah, he runs that. He is the Santa Claus, right? Um, yeah, but then in season one, he's like, he wants to get back to his family and move back and hand off the reins. So he tries to give it to Cal Penn, but Cal Penn tries to turn it into a business and all haywire. So he's got to come loose. back and fix it, and then he's got to come back and fix it. So the TV series ain't bad; it's pretty fun, <laughs> despite Tim Allen. I like Tim <laughs> Allen is Santa Claus. Fight <laughs> Tim Allen. Okay, next question. Um, what is the name of the evil magician in Frosty the Snowman? Uh, was it talking about like the original animated? Yeah, I think so. Um, I know the premise of it. I think it's like. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, wait a minute. Um. Mm. Um. <laughs> I feel like I'm cl- gonna be close. <laughs> I think I'm. I think I'm in the right vein. <laughs> I know this is wrong, but I feel like it's. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I wrote it, I was like, "This is wrong. This. This is maybe." <laughs> but it is an older. It might be okay. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> you want to know what I went? <laughs> you wrote a lot over there. Yeah. I, th- I thought it was, it's so, I thought it was something in the ba- vein of a burger meister meister burger. <laughs> oh, is that is that sound like isn't something like that? Right? I wrote Mister Nasty. I don't <laughs> that's, think that's, that's that. that. <laughs> you feel like he'd have leather chaps. Yeah. Uh, it's Professor, Professor Hinkle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, knew it. You're thinking of the Heatmeister. The Heatmeister. Who was the bad guy in Frosty the Snowman 2. 
Okay. <laughs> no, but no, maybe not even Frosty Snowman Two. It was it was the um the same team that did like the clay animation. It was the clay animation, the Heat Miser. Yeah, it was, I knew it was something might. Yeah. Yes, the Heat Miser. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As soon as you said that, I was like, ah, it sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah. P- Professor Hinkle. I was not. Gonna, <laughs> I was not going to get that. <laughs> Professor Hinkle. <laughs> yep. You know that classic character, Professor Hinkle. Okay. I almost went as him for Halloween. Oh, geez, you're going to get this one. You just saw the freaking Christmas Carol movie. What was the name of Scrooge's old partner in um, the Chris- A Christmas Carol? All right. What is it? Jacob Marley. Jake is Jacob Marley. I put uh, Pete Burglar. <laughs> <laughs> You remember that classic Charles Dickens character, Pete Burglar? (laughs) It was a it was a dark and stormy night when Pete Burglar crept into the house. (laughs) It is indeed Jacob Martley. (laughs) Um, Great. Let's move on to another question. (laughs) Get away from that. Okay. Complete this famous line from Elf. The best way to spend Christmas cheer. Uh huh. It's a long one. Uh, I think you got it. Okay. Uh, do you want to go first, or you want me to go? Should we say it at the same time? Because I think we both know it. I I hope we both know it. Uh, the S- the best way to. Sp- Spread Christmas cheer, cheer is to... sing loudly for all to hear. Oh, see. Oh, did yeah. you? <laughs> yeah. See, I got to watch all the Christmas. It's I'm close. I put to spread love through all the year, but I th- you kind of rhymed it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's, 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 let's double check here. The board to says singing sing loudly for all because that's hear. how the movie ends. They yeah, all they, they all sing the song, yeah. and then the kids like, Dad, you're not singing. You're just mouthing the words. He goes, What's the fucking matter? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, with the what was the guy's name? What is it? The actor? It's uh, John um, John something or fucking. Yeah, okay, we we are terrible at actors. I know. I, I shouldn't even he, try. But he's a classic actor. Yeah, he was in Godfather. Yeah. Um. Anyways, John Voight? Not John. Voight. No. 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 All right. Yeah, I'm gonna move on before we try to spend too much time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in Elf, John can. Yes. John Can. Yep. Yeah, yep. there we go. Um, in Elf, when Buddy runs away, what does he apologize for in the note he's leaving behind? When did you watch Elf last? Not this year. Apologizes when he runs away. Hmm. Uh... I don't think this is right. Because I think this was part of a suicide note written by a um, a death metal musician, but I put for eating all the candy. No, I said sorry for all the blood. Yeah, I don't think that's right. No, I don't think that's right. For ruining their lives and cramming 11 cookies in the VCR. That's right. <laughs> that sounds more accurate. That sounds way more accurate. All right, these next two questions, I'm going to stage my comeback. So, oh, this is oh, you got a deal breaker here. Yeah, okay, now here we go. Um, okay, how many lights 
We're on the Griswold's house in Christmas vacation. <sighs> That's they're Jesus asking for a specific Christ. number. Christ. Oh, because it's probably mentioned in the It movie. is mentioned, yeah. Yeah. I'm guessing here this but it it's they're asking for a specific number, so I know this isn't gonna be right. Okay. Five thousand six hundred and twenty nine. I said fourteen thousand. Or oh. fourteen hundred. Oh. Mine was more specific. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty five thousand. Well way off on that one. Yeah. Uh who busts Santa? Out of jail in the Santa Claus. Um, okay. The Santa. Is that the that's the Tim Allen one, right? Yeah. Uh, the head elf. I just said elves. Charlie and, and the, the elves. E L. It's like Yeah, it's like the FBI. I don't think that counts. I'm going to say you won because I didn't get a single one right. I got three points. I got Kevin McAllister before we started, <laughs> which was great. Um, uh, one more, just for fun. What is the name What is the name of the movie? Ke- we were just talking about this before we started recording. Oh, what is yeah. the name of the movie that uh, Kevin uses to deceive the pizza boy and the pair of cat burglars in Home Alone? Keep Man, the change, you filthy animal. That one. Yeah, yeah it's that movie. Um, <laughs> you know what? I knew this like last year too because I was trying to find the movie and I like something like it Snake up. Eyes or the story of Vinny's Snake, Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes. That's you're thinking of the the Snake Eyes is the Nick Cage. But, movie. but I thought it had something kind of like that in it. Yeah, maybe. Let's see. Angels with filthy souls. Uh, if, so if you're thinking instead of snakes, <laughs> I was angels, angels instead, instead of eyes, eyes it's filthy, filthy souls. souls. That, that is it. That and you were yes, pretty yes, close. Yes, you yeah. were pretty close. Classic Vegas term. <laughs> uh what does one gain entrance into secret hall of snow globes in Santa Claus three escape from the clauses? Yeah. Through vending machine marked out of order. Um, in Rudolph, the red nosed reindeer, what does Hermie wish he could be instead? I know it. Um, Oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> a dentist, a dentist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man. You've... I don't want to build toys. I just want to be a dentist. <laughs> In a Christmas story about how many smelly hound dogs does Ralphie say his neighbors, the Bumpus Hoes, own? Uh, I think like about 100. 785. Um, you are way off, dude. The Bumpus yeah. All right, last one. What does Clark Griswold hope to buy with his big Christmas bonus in National Lampoon's Vacation? Is it another vacation? Nope. It's not? Nope. I, I haven't seen this in like three years. It's a below ground swimming pool. Below ground swimming pool. It just says a pool. It's a below Maybe ground Maybe you would have gotten extra points for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's it for this one. Uh, happy holidays. I mean, I guess if this comes out between Christmas and New Year's, it's still holidays. You could drop it. You could drop it at the beginning of next week, right? 
Uh, it's I mean family in town and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Okay, I I guess yeah, I got, I got family's more important than our our dedicated viewers, yeah. our dedicated listeners. I'm also this studio is going to turn into a bedroom for my, right, my yeah. brother-in-law, so <laughs> I have to kind of push the tables in the corner, <laughs> set up an air mattress. But uh, anyways, thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Failing Hollywood. Um, I'm your host Mikey T, and this is Grant. Uh, we are part of the Inner Circle Podcast Network. You can find shows such as uh, The Plunge, Hood Diner, Angry Dad Podcast, Untrained Eye, Simmons and More Podcast, Shit Happens When You Party Naked, Creatures Kind of of the Night, but not much anymore. Creatures of the Night. Um, and... I think those are all the shows. But also check out the All Bros because they're fucking awesome too. Um, yes, check out all the shows at innercirclepn.com. Um, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Or Only X. fans. Um, Not yet. Um, Grubhub. We, we did think uh, about doing a sexy man calendar at some point, like a podcast. We have to man. find some sexy men first. Yeah, well, we were going to have... <laughs> Freddie was going to be half of that. <laughs> Just with like one tits, to, one tits November, the other tits December. Oh yeah, no, it was just gonna be like a month specific thing covering his crotch in each single one. But. Are, people are paying us not to get this calendar, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, Jackie was our photog- original photographer for the original set of, of photos that we did, and she refused to do it. So that's our free labor. God, <laughs> Ain't going to happen. But, yeah, you can check all those shows out. Uh, check out Prop Talk also. Um, Prop Talk. That's right. Until next week. or Yeah, next week, I think. Go B- ahead. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Fade to black.